Hello everyone and welcome to Really Old Movies. I'm your host Harrison Scullin and today I got my very special guest David from the 4K Lowdown. We'll be discussing North by Northwest from 1959 starring Cary Grant. So without further ado, let me bring on my guest. What's up, man? What's up, Harrison? Thanks for having me on, brother. I, I, I'm so excited to talk about this movie. Awesome. And uh, yeah, how you been? Any Anything new with you? Oh, no. Um, we just did our show together um, for your high five. Um, that's on my channel right now. That was an amazing show. We got to see some talk about some great classic movies. A lot of them I've never seen. So that was that was awesome. Uh, of course, coming up, we've got our by the number show, which is um, it's every Tuesday right now. But we'll be moving back to Wednesday soon uh, where we talk about new releases. Uh, but, yeah, I'm real anxious to talk about this. I'm a big Hitchcock fan, so. Awesome. Got right, the right guy then. Yeah. All right. Well, and before we get started, why don't you kind of introduce yourself to the audience? Kind of talk about your channel and a little bit about you. Okay. Well, guys, I am the 4K Lowdown, um, also known as David Lowe. My last name is a part of the Lowdown, so it's L-O-W-E-D-O-W-N. Um, I do a show where I do unboxings. I do what's called a town hall meeting where I go to town and I bring in movies. Um, also have live streams for the faces for radio podcast, where I talk about, um, new releases every week. We pick five new releases that are either in the theater or on streaming or on physical release. And we talk about those to see if anyone would be interested in, in watching them, um, and top 10 lists and things like that. Basically all that fun stuff, really love movies and really love talking about them. Awesome, man. Well, and. Thanks again for coming on, and all those links will be down in the description below, and if you're listening, I'll have that in the bio. All right, and so before we get started, kind of what are your initial impressions and thoughts on North by Northwest? Oh, man, this is this is pound for pound my favorite Hitchcock movie of all time, and not necessarily by score, but by by feelings by impression in watching the movie just the way it all comes together for me so whereas you know movies like you know the birds and psycho are your your real popular like top tier stuff and then yeah. of course i love rear window and vertigo um but north by northwest it's kind of it's kind of the redheaded stepchild you know it's not one that gets talked about a lot but if you watch it you'll understand. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. No, I, I totally agree with that. And I can't really decide because I love Rear Window as well, but this is definitely one of my favorites as well. Because, yeah. I mean, Cary Graham, man, he knocks it out of the park. He's Dude, amazing. He is so good in this. Um, yeah. And even Marie Saint is just yeah, her too. spectacular in this movie. Um, but yeah, I love Jimmy Stewart in Rear Window. And then, of course, I love Vertigo. Both of those are really, really good movies. And then, like, by score, I would probably score them higher. But North by Northwest has this special feel that you just can't, you just can't shake it. Yeah. You know, it, it almost has a James Bond feel to it. Yeah. It kind of feels like a proto-James Bond film. Yeah, like a... Okay, there's one... Did you ever see The Man with One Red Shoe? With Tom Hanks? No, I haven't. Okay. 
that's what this movie reminds me of. Mm. It's the, you know, we're going to, you know, we're going to make up a spy and then kind of throw him into the, throw him to the wolves. And that's, that's what this was. And the man with one red shoe with Tom Hanks kind of, um, I'm going to say copies this a little bit to where the government just kind of makes up this spy and they just, they see Tom Hanks in the airport and they go, Oh, there the, he is. You know, the spy is the man with one red shoe. So then all these other agencies, Russia and, and China and all these other guys are after Tom Hanks. And he's just a musician. He's just a dude. <laughs> oh man. That's and, awesome. Uh, um, so, and that's, that's really, really funny. It's a great movie. If you get a chance, definitely watch it, but it really has a lot of the same tones as North by Northwest. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, I definitely need to check that one out. Because I, I love the story of this one. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get into our actual review itself. So we'll start off by going over the plot. And so for you, um, kind of your scale of uh, one to five, what are your thoughts on the plot? And yeah, just what are your thoughts on it and impressions with it? Well, it's a you know basic idea for the plot is... Um, Cary Grant is an advertising executive that gets mistaken for a spy and then has to deal with all this stuff from even, even, you know, their own CIA, but other agencies are messing with him and doing stuff and people are trying to kill him right and left. Yeah. So he's got to try to get out from under this and at the same time, just find out who's, who's framing him as this guy and then enter in even Marie Saint as the love interest slash extra antagonist that causes a lot of problems for him. But at the same time, he's like trying to help her cause he's a good guy. So plot overall on a one to five, I gave it a four out of five. Okay. Four out of five. No, that's a great score. And I think I'll have to agree with you here. You know, I love how it kind of is a rude Goldberg type of thing where you know, it starts kind of small where he's mistaken and then it just goes on and on and on to the point where he finally decides, you know what, the heck with it. I'll play Kaplan. You know, yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. And um, let's see. The, the only real issue I have is just how abruptly the film ends. Uh, yeah. I feel like it wrapped up way too quickly because it's such, you know, intense buildup that I was so dissatisfied with that ending. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, and because I gave it four and a half, it's not terrible at all. But yeah, uh, so I wanted more. I don't, I don't look. It's I don't look at the ending as part of the plot. So that Mm -hmm. was um, that's interesting that you brought that up. But I do agree with that. But on the other side of the coin, it it like it plays like it ends sooner, Mm. and then there's another level. And then you think that's the end and then there's another level and then you think that's the end and then there's another level. So I, I liked how that it was like, it was like stairs leading to nothing like the Winchester mystery house where you're just like, Oh crap, I'm stuck. And then, and then it just falls off and it's over and you're like, like Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so, so you get this build up and build up and build up and then the door's locked and you're like, Oh, I can't get to the roof. So yeah. So yeah, I, I I dug it, but yeah, I'm still four out of five for the plot 
But yeah, I still think it was solid. Awesome. All right. Well, let's move on to the acting. Uh, kind of talk about who your favorite actor was in it and any relationships or anything that stood out to you and also out of five. Okay. Um, well, I, I love the chemistry between Cary Grant and even Marie Saint. And I liked Cary Grant as a whole through the entire movie. Mm -hmm. He's, he's dry. He's sarcastic. And at the same time, he's thoughtful. He's, he's condescending, but, but he's still a good guy and it's, um, uh, really good. But yeah, his chemistry with even Marie Saint and her character is also very complex and where you, you judge her one way, but it's really something totally different. And then again, it takes another turn and you're thinking, crap, I don't know what to think of her. Yeah. But, but I have to kind say a double spy. <laughs> yeah. I have, I have to say as far as I think even Marie Saint is probably my favorite character in here. I like, I liked her the best. I did like James Mason. I think he made a great antagonist. Mm -hmm. And then you've got Martin Landau, who's kind of the muscle. And he's, he was good and creepy. So really yeah. a good, a good four pack of, you know, like a really good four pack of, of beverages that you could drink <laughs> is, is where you get there. But yeah, I have to pick even Marie Saint as my favorite in the group, but yeah, it's five out of five for acting for me. Awesome. No, I, I totally agree, man. I also gave it a four out of five. Uh, Cary Grant, he really is one of my favorite actors ever. And this to me, I think was either my first or second movie I ever saw him in. And I just, I yeah. just was like, man, he's awesome. Like one of my favorite scenes with him is uh, he's at the train station. He's wearing sunglasses to kind of hide his identity. And I then, love that line. I love that line. <laughs> it's so good. He's like, oh, we're, Oh, I can't remember what he's set up he's, is. Yeah, the setup is, is something wrong with your eyes. Right. Is there something wrong with your eyes? Yes, they're allergic to questions. <laughs> it's so sad. Yeah, I'm sorry. You did you you gave it a four, the acting a four? I gave it a four. five. Okay. I was I was trying to I was like, did you say four out of five? Because I said five and you said the same. So I just I wanted to make sure that we were on the same page and we yeah. are. So that's great. Yeah. But yeah, I love I love that line. They're sensitive to questions, and I was just like <laughs> but that's so the way he is through the entire movie. He's very uh, quick-witted and just like he's just he's a smart aleck through the entire movie and it's it's great. Yeah. Oh, it's Even so when he's good. drunk, he's in the car drunk and he's like I I'm just going to pull over <laughs> and, he's just, and he's trying to drive and he's like and he's like <laughs> weaving in and out and his eyes are like wide open and he's like oh, yes. Or um, the phone call he makes to his mom. He's like, Mom, come get me. <laughs> and his oh, and his mom's great too. I gotta give props to the mom. Yes. Um she she was awesome, just as sarcastic as her son. She's like, she's like, Really? You didn't <laughs> are you sure you didn't get drunk on your own? You, you sure about like, that? Are you sure about that? He's like, Mom, I'm trying to, you know, we're arrested. I'm in court right now. Would you stop? Um yeah, <laughs> so no, good. totally funny, but yeah awesome dialogue oh absolutely man and um and again he reminds me a lot of more of the sean connery type james bond yes. with that yes and, and then also uh i also loved 
Eva Marie Scott. She was great too. Uh, and uh, what else? No, that that's pretty much it. I, I think it's a great cast all around and, I love the scene with him running when the airplane's chasing him. That's probably one That's of the best, best sequences. Yeah. That, yeah. That scene is what made this movie. Absolutely. That's why it's and, in my intro. Yeah. And yep. That's, the, you know, that's why it's, it's on the only, cover. It's on the cover, you guys. But yeah, this that's the epic, the epic scene of this is I'm like, I'm like, the dude's getting chased by a plane. It's that's shooting at him. <laughs> it's shooting at him. It drops. It drops pesticide on him. It's, it's trying to. It's trying to hit him with the. I was like, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, I'd rather oh. get chased by a bear than a plane. Oh yeah, well, and I, I remember reading somewhere that Cary Grant was so reluctant to this role, and and he just thought he did so terrible. I, I'm pretty sure. I, if I'm not mistaken, he didn't attend the premiere or didn't want to. Like, he's just so backwards to what everyone thought of it. I just yeah. thought that was so interesting. Yeah, I love when you, you can you can't really hear it too well, but when when Eva Marie Saint's character has him locked in the in the extra bed in the sleeping car of the thing, and he's like, "I'm suffocating in here. I'm dying." <laughs> She's, "Oh, be quiet." You'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> yes. And oh, that, um, that was so funny. Thank you. So funny. I'm sweating like crazy. I don't care. Just deal with it. <laughs> Just <laughs> back and forth. Yeah, I love I love their banter. Their 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 back and forth. She she could give as good as she could take. It was really oh absolutely. Good. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else you want to add to acting? No. I think no. I think I did it. I think the only the only stoic acting was by Mount Rushmore, but it's, <laughs> you know, they're not supposed to have any facial expressions. That's true. But still, it was interesting. <laughs> it was kind of a rocky situation that they it, were in. It was. Right? It was. Stone Cold Killers, those guys. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> solid. Rock solid. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to the directing then by Alfred Hitchcock. What are your thoughts on his style and all that for this? Like yeah, like I said in the beginning, I am I am a Hitchcock fan from the word go, and this this is not his normal style, and that's one thing that I really like about this, um, because normally he's very serious, very it's very intense, but this one's got a lot of humor, a lot of a lot of innuendo, yeah, <laughs> um, things like that. So it's not it's not your typical Hitchcock. And I wonder if that's why it's overlooked a little bit. Um, I can't give it full marks for directing because I do think, um, I think probably Vertigo, Vertigo and Rear Window, I think were directed just a little bit better. Hmm. Um, but I'm going to go 4.5 out of 5 for directing here. No, that's still a good score. Um, you know, I, I, I can't decide, man. I love Rear Window so much, but I yeah, also um, gave, I gave it a five out of five, actually. Um, uh, you know, I have a couple issues. Like the Mount Rushmore thing did look a little cheesy at some parts. Yeah. And and the abrupt I ending. took it for but, granted. Yeah, I took it for granted. <laughs> uh, 
Boy, you really rocked my socks with that one. Oh, man. <laughs> I hit that one with a sledgehammer, didn't I? Yeah, that's right. All these rock puns. I know. Let's chisel the rest of this out. You're making this really hard. I am. I'm taking <laughs> rock hard. Uh, you're stoned, man. No. Oh, man. Okay. It... I should be stoned for what I'm doing. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, enough puns. Um, I I really like everything else though, especially the very very beginning, the setup. You know, he's this executive or uh, what is he? Uh, he's just an advertising, advertising guy. Yeah. Advertising guy. Yeah, he's just super sassy, and then just kind of like uh, is it the wrong man? Another Hitchcock film. Haven't seen it, but another one of those wrong place at the wrong time type of thing. Yeah, and he's just thrown into this adventure. I love that and. I do agree. It's not too similar to any of his other more well-known films. Yes. Um, which I I actually like as well. Because mm-hmm. when you watch like The Birds, it's like, it's yeah. kind of I, I done already. Bird, yeah, The Birds and Psycho, not my favorite titles. I mean, I, I think they get, I think they're overhyped a little bit compared mm-hmm. to the rest of his work. I mean, I, I challenge Dial M for Murder over any of that. I love Dialin for Murder. Dialin for Murder is so good. Yeah. Um, and that's where that's where really the acting is just top notch. The yeah. script as well, really, really well written. I agree. Um, Grace yeah, Kelly's great in that one. Yeah, that's definitely top. That's top five for sure. I mean, I got a probably number four for me if I had to go. Um, but yeah, I just. Um, it's a shame that the birds and psycho kind of get all the limelight. They really need to focus on some of the other ones. Rope mm-hmm. is another one. That's really, really good. I need to say, uh, see that and psycho. I, I've been, I haven't seen them. Yeah. Now I, I recently bought the 4k of psycho and it's, it's fun. I enjoy it. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't think it compares to the rest of these. It's really, um, it was really the whole, you know, getting a toilet to flush on camera was like the big claim to fame. For that yeah. movie, the reason why it was rated R was because they had to show a toilet flushing. <laughs> it had nothing to do with the kill, the murder, or the blood. Hmm. It had to do with the toilet flushing. That's what the censors had a problem with. Jeez. So, um, it just it, it's just really funny. Um, and if you watch the the Hitchcock film with Anthony Hopkins, mm-hmm. um, which he does an amazing job playing Hitchcock, they talk about that in in that movie. I need to see that one too. Yeah. But anyways, uh, compared to his other work, I, I think it's one, this one is one of Hitchcock's best. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, what's another one I saw? I saw the one, the man who knew too much from the thirties. I didn't okay. like that one very much. Yeah. I, I thought that one was really slow. And yeah. I think, I think Hitchcock was just kind of getting his sea legs yeah. with how he wanted to direct. Yeah. And only could, you know, basically only did what the censors allowed him to do. And once they kind of gave him a little bit more free reign, he was able to to open up a little bit more. And that's where I think really, really 50s. He got really good. I think that was some of his best work was in the 50s. Agreed. And, uh, you know, talking about his older work a little bit, too. um, I think a comparable film to this one would be The 39 Steps. Yes. Oh, yeah. Good one. I, I think I, I love that one, too. I haven't so. seen that in a long time. I, I want to watch that again. 
And you know, when I talked about Dial M for Murder, it's been a long uh, time for that one. I was like, man, I need to go rewatch that. I think they're both on Max, if I'm not mistaken, unless they're gone. <laughs> yeah, Sound of Music like disappeared, but <laughs> uh, it, not that I'm incredibly disappointed, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I had to get this this Blu-ray because I I was waiting for a 4K to come, and it never came, so. I bought I bought the Blu-ray specifically for this show. Oh, really? Yeah, because I wanted to ha- I wanted to have a physical copy in my hand. I have yeah. Rear Window, I have Vertigo, I have The Birds, I have Psycho. Um, I don't have this. I didn't have this one, so I wanted a physical copy of it. I think I need to do that too because yeah, I have VHS tapes of all the other ones. Right. Yeah, and I I want Dial In for Murder and Rope, 39 Steps for sure. Um, yeah, some of the other ones that I want. I was hoping for like more of that Alfred Hitchcock collector series. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I found a Blu-ray, uh, a UK Blu-ray of North by Northwest and a few other ones. Is that one almost... that looked like his house or the Psycho House? Yeah, it, it looked like, like Psycho House. Movies in it? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, it, no, it only had like four or five movies in it. Oh, I'm thinking of a different one then. Um, yeah, it had a house on it, but it wasn't the psycho house. It was something else. Okay. And then it was just kind of looked almost, it was just like a light green color, like almost like a monotone hmm. color it was really interesting, but it was like, it was four movies and it was like 70 bucks. And I was like, eh, nah, hmm. and it was wow. used 70 bucks. I was like, no. Yeah, um, no. So that's why this, this happened. Cause, um, yeah, I was able to get that for, I think 1199 or something. Okay, well, whoever yeah. owns it, make it a 4K. That's what yes, we're saying please. here. <laughs> please twice. Yes. All right. Well, kind of talking about that, let's move on to cinematography and special effects. Oh, what are your thoughts on that? Man. I'm I'm just going to say five out of five because, dude, he gets chased by a plane. It's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. And I and I love the scene. It, so, this, so this guy is he's thinking he's supposed to meet this guy and, and this guy gets dropped off at this bus stop and he's thinking that's the guy and he's talking to him and the guy goes, Oh, that's funny. That crop duster's not dusting any crops. Yeah. And, and the dude looks and you see this plane just go and it's crop dusting, but it's not hitting anything. It's just hitting dirt. And he just gets on the bus and he leaves and I'm, and I'm thinking, Oh, here it comes. (laughs) And then, you know, he's like, you just, you see him and then you, you kind of hear it at first. And then you see behind him, the plane's heading toward him and he turns around and he's like, Oh crap. And, <laughs> and then he's like, he ducks and it's all, boom. and I was like, dude, it was, it was so good. Just for that scene alone, this is a five out of five, but there were so many other things. I, I do think the, the whole Mount Rushmore thing was a little hokey. Um, when they were you know were sliding down, they were hanging off the ledge and things like that. That was a little hokey. I don't know. I don't know why Mount Rushmore had to be in it. Yeah, it kind of felt unnecessary. It it felt like thrown. It felt thrown in. Um, so I I was I started to knock it down, but then there were so many other things that really make up for it. So yeah, it's it's five out of five for cinematography and, and effects. Awesome. No, I, I agree, man. I just love the shots that they do to set up that whole plane sequence. It's like super wide, middle of nowhere, kind of gives mm-hmm. you the impression he's alone and 
yeah no i i love that sequence so much it's probably one of the best yeah and then i'd have to add too i love the graphics in the beginning i love uh saul bass he's a graphic designer in that era one of my favorites and it's like this green stripes that line up say north by northwest and then it yeah. transitions to the skyscraper yes so cool that was that that was really neat yeah i agree with that that was that was really neat yeah Oh, so good, man. Yeah. I think Hitchcock, like you were saying earlier in the 50s, that's really where he hit his stride. So he had everything. He had Bernard Herrmann, I think in this one. Uh, he had, you know, Saul Bass doing the titles. He had all these all these things all set in place, all ready to go. And it was fantastic in this movie. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, I, I gave it a five out of five. All right, let's move on to music then. What are your thoughts on the music? Okay. Um, I will say the music the music is a little bit of a low point for me. There's a I I like the intensity. It does it does lead you to okay, this is going to be an intense scene. Here it comes. Um, and I you know, we talked about this before and I I'm I'm a sound person. I really like when you give me the good sound effects and you give me the good um, the good score and, and soundtrack. And there was some good stuff. Not my favorite though, hmm. of, of Hitchcock's movies. I gave it a 3.5. Um, I still thought it was solid and there was, there were some really good points, but nothing really like jumps out and bites me that it's like makes the movie. Hmm. Okay. That's fair enough. Um, I gave it a five out of five though. I, I, I really, really liked the, the playing sequence alone, I think is what makes yes. it for me. That to me is the best use of the music and everything. Yeah. That was a huge, yeah, that was the huge bonus, but that was the one where, where I could go visually and say five out of five just for that scene. But musically that was my favorite part as well. Yeah. But not enough to make it a five for me. It just, I needed more from the rest of the movie. To I really kind of make up for that. But yeah, no, I still thought it was solid. Yeah. And I also liked the music at the beginning during the intro as well. I thought it was really good. And and then once he's kidnapped, I like that kind of music too. It I liked most of it. And I I think it was fine, but yeah. Not really much else to add to that, I guess. Maybe I should give it a lower score. Oh well, I'm sticking with a five. <laughs> Stick with a five, dude. No problem. That's um. Yeah. yeah. Well then. I forgot I should be writing down my scores. Oh, <laughs> I can do my total. Oh, what are you doing? No, I don't know. I have I have my scores written down, but my scores as the lowdown, it's not the not as a five. So it's like, oh, crap. <laughs> Well, um, but I can still go by that and just divide it by two and I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll work it out. Okay. Okay. Well, I could do mine real quick then while you're tallying yours up, if that's all right. Okay. All right. Well, when you tally up all my points here, I get a 4.9 out of five, which I'll be rounding to a five out of five. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely love this movie. I think it's a great introduction into the film filmography of alfred hitchcock of cary grant evan mary uh, saint 
all the casting characters in it. And it, it's such a good movie, man. If you love James Bond or action movies or anything like that, you'll have a great time with it. And also, if you like comedy too, there are some very comedic moments, especially with uh, Cary Grant. And just this movie and also like bringing a baby and Philadelphia story have really solidified him as one of my favorite actors ever. Because he's just so good in every role he's in. I, I haven't seen a bad one with him yet. Even uh, that touch of Mink, I didn't like that movie very much. He still carried it. He was fantastic in that. So, yeah, I, I highly recommend this movie, man. It's It's really, really good. <laughs> okay so totally mine up and doing the average i came out to a 4.4 out of five so i guess that's gonna round down mm-hmm. to a four hey not bad not bad. I I would have I would have liked it to be more more four point five out of five, but yeah, unfortunately the music kind of killed it. Now, as as a part of the lowdown, I gave it a ninety two out of a hundred. So, um, and that's you know with other things like cast recognition and the ending and the story as a whole, the script, things like that. That mm. score. So as a whole, that would be. Um, 4.6 out of 5. So that would be around down to 4.5. Yeah. Yeah, so pretty close to the score you already had then. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's obvious, but would you recommend this movie to everyone? Heck yeah. Every day and twice on Sunday. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you guys check this out. If it's still on Max, which they get rid of these really fast... We do, man. It's, Check this out. Um, if you are any type of Hitchcock fan or you like any type of, I'm just going to call it like a spy thriller or something like this with a little bit of comedy, a little bit of romance, this is definitely worth a watch. Yeah, 100%, man. I totally agree. Excellent movie. All right. Well, those are our thoughts on North by Northwest. Anything you want to add before... Yeah, close and get out of here. <laughs> um, no, uh, just uh, Harrison. Thanks for having me on, man. This has been awesome. I loved, I loved revisiting this movie, and and then talking about it with you. And so, if something like this comes up again, and you think oh, of me, I, I'd be more than happy to come back on the show. Absolutely, man. I mean, what kind of genre do you really like? I, I'm always trying to find places to put people in oh man i mean i i dig i mean if i had to pick it would be horror that would be my i I love horror and thriller okay um would be my favorite and then i you know i dig action i love martial arts i love the classics um the old kung fu movies Hmm. like we talked about when we talked about yojimbo and yeah yeah, yeah. um there's there's one in particular my favorite martial arts movie of all time is the 36 chamber of shaolin um, from 1978. So if ever you get the hanker in to do something like that, <laughs> I'm totally in. Um, but yeah, dude, I unless it's a musical, <laughs> then I'm out. 
Uh, or if you want to make fun of me and talk about musicals, I'd be down for that too. Uh, but okay. yeah, no, I'm, I'm open to just about any genre. Awesome. Well, I'll take you off for wizard of Oz then. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I own that though. I have it. <laughs> I do too. I haven't seen it in long, long time, long yeah. time. Oh, so, yeah. oh wow now i just got a vhs of it <laughs> no dude, i love this steel book and i was like i i've got to have this wow it's just all the roses and stuff that's amazing yeah well come on guys let's get north by northwest out <laughs> please give me a 4k of that i'd be so down yeah, they could do something really cool with the airplane sequence on it. Oh, to see that remastered in 4K. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be neat. I'm pretty sure they really flew a plane behind him in some of the shots of that. Yeah, no, they did, especially out in the field and stuff. Yeah, and then they called it Technovision or something like that, because hmm. um, I know they did it in Technicolor <laughs> when they filmed it, but that particular scene because they like a like they superimposed Cary Grant running almost like a green screen before yeah. there was even a green screen where they had the the plane flying and he was just kind of running but there was nothing really behind him oh yet, wow yeah they could cue him to just drop and dive in the ditch and things like that and then they did the with the gunfire and stuff next to him so it was really cool how they filmed it um but yeah, they, they talked about that um, and some of the special features in here, I think. Dang. See, that's why we need physical media because you don't get any of that on streaming. Yeah. Every once in a while, you can get a you can get an interview or a making of or something like that on streaming, but very rarely yeah. do you get anything good. Dang. Well, I might just pick up that Blu-ray then. That, that sounds awesome. Yeah, man, if you get a chance. But yeah, I'm hoping... With a 4K, they should have all kinds of stuff. But yeah, it says, um, so it's, they have a commentary by the screenwriter, uh, 2009 documentary revealing the master's touch for Alfred Hitchcock. Um, explore the depths of the movie's innovations and influences. Um, and then a vintage 2008 documentary, Destination Hitchcock. So all that is in this. Oh, wow. Um Really cool, but really cool um, special features. But when you go, when you put the Blu-ray in, it just automatically plays. Oh, really? So you got so to go to the menu and 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 do oh, that. It's one of those, huh? One of those. Hmm. So I was like, I was like, oh man, no special features. And then when it was done, I went and hit the menu, and I'm like, ah, okay, there is a menu, and then got to look at some of the stuff. So it was pretty cool. Well, that's awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on, man, and. Why don't you go ahead and promote your channel again and anything you got coming on in the next couple of weeks here. Okay. Sounds good. Um, so yeah, guys, it's the 4k lowdown L O W E D O W N. Um, for those of you that don't know my last name, uh, we do by the numbers every week, which is, uh, where we take five new releases and view them. So we're on our next episode coming up on Tuesday and that's at 6 30 PM Pacific time, 9 30 Eastern. On Thursday, we have the high five and the high five, like Harrison did this week. We have uh, a guest on picking five of their favorite movies 
And on Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, we're going to have Mike Masters from the Something Awesome podcast. He's picked five movies that are really interesting that I can't wait to talk to him about. And then, of course, by the numbers again the following week and two weeks, August 10th, is going to be another episode of the High Five with Pop Cultural 33. Evan's going to be on with five of his favorites. We're going to talk about that. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So Tuesday and Thursday for the next two weeks, we've got live streams coming. So hopefully you guys check it out. Awesome. And all the links will be in the description below. And and again, thank you so much, man. And uh, you're always welcome. Oh, man. Anytime. You. I'm more than happy to come into your house and, you know, eat stuff out of your fridge and stuff. So, yeah, any oh, anytime you want to have me over, I'm so down. And you're always invited to my house as well. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we'll get you on for another high five soon and do uh, do another live stream. Just get you on um, and do a live stream, maybe a top 10 list because we've got top top 10 lists by studio is coming Ooh. this year. Um, with our first one in September, we're going to do our top 10 Disney movies. And this is straight Disney. No, no MCU, no Fox, nothing like that. Nothing they've bought recently, but just the straight up classic Disney stuff. No Pixar either. Um, and then after that, we're going to do our top Warner brothers, top 10 Warner brothers movies. Cause they're both celebrating their hundred year anniversary this year. That's so. right. Yeah. Oh, that's so maybe awesome. We'll have you on for our Warner brothers one. Oh, I would be down, man. That'd be awesome. Cool. I'll talk to Rich about that. We'll see if we can do it. All right. Well, thanks again, man. And thank you all so much for listening and watching today's episode. And, uh, you know, this has been Really Old Movies. Uh, New episodes release Saturdays at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, and also Rumble. So, again, thank you so much. It's been Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Scullin. This has been David from the 4K Lowdown. Take care, everyone. Bye, everybody.